I'm Darius and I'm Sam and welcome to the Arts with Shoe podcast. This podcast is by young people for young people just to talk about the things that we care about. We're here to give you a voice whether that's the voice of your creativity, your professionalism or just something that you're doing that you feel needs to be spoken about. And if you want to get in touch and actually get on this podcast you really can. We don't like I mean, we promise. And we genuinely, we promise. But the real question here is, are you listening? I mean, are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening? <laughs> Let's just get on into the podcast. Hi, it's Darius here. Welcome back to the Oxford Street Podcast. Are you listening? Today, we are continuing with an amazing series talking all about different areas and aspects of LGBTQ+. Um, it's all very exciting, and I'm so interested and excited to get into the conversation as you know well i'm hoping you know if you're seeing us otherwise you may not know but we have been with us again um i'm just so i'm just intrigued about finding out so much more obviously sam was in the last episode i wasn't here i had to listen to it like all of you people to find out all of the information um but yes we are here talking about so many different things which Ben will introduce, will introduce all of the amazing topics that we're going to talk about today. Hi, I'm Ben. I go by they, them. A little bit about me. You probably know me already. I, you know, I, I'm here. I, I like talking about things, but I'm not very good at it. Bethia, why don't you? <laughs> Hi, I'm Bethia. I go by she, her, and I go to school with um, Emily and Ben. And that's it, really. <laughs> Fair enough. Phoebe? Hi, I'm Phoebe. I go by she, her. I guess I could say I'm currently studying psychology in my second year of university. Very cool. And <laughs> Emily? Hi, I'm Emily. I also use she, her. And I'm a sixth form student um, going to the same school as Ben and Bethia. And now we've all introduced ourselves into the first topic. So as a lot of us here are probably aware there are certain stereotypes of gender in media um however i think people will probably have different experiences depending on which media they consume so i was wondering to start off what's everyone's personal experiences with gender in media i know it's kind of a tough question personally i consume a lot of youtube and the YouTubers I consume are very like L- like very LGBT focused. Um, so I think a lot of what I get is pretty, um, pretty good, um, for for not having many stereotypes. At least I like to think it is. It it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like they they um they're too flamboyant. It's just a lot of good wholesome content. However, I mean I've watched. As I do watch some, I watch some shows on TV, as most people do. And I think sometimes I see very, I see very, especially in adverts, I see very manly depictions of men. Um, I think in shows, it's kind of getting better. What does everyone think? I think what you're saying about advertising is quite interesting because I feel like 
people really moving forward and the idea of the cereal packet family is kind of changing and you see a lot more men doing housework and I think that's kind of I think people want to see that um, but at the same time it sometimes I think it's kind of overdone. I, I study media um, as one of my A-levels and we've looked at a lot of adverts and um, like we've looked at advertising um, in relation to gender through like from the 60s and I mean wow in the 60s it was That's gender right. roles um, but more modern adverts are much more diverse in their representations of especially with family life and what you know a good man would be yeah I think I think we definitely are moving I think we definitely are moving forwards with our representations um I also think it is like I I personally think it's okay to still have those like have those kind of stereotypical people in because it's not they don't not exist there are people with like lots of muscles and a big macho personas it's just um nice to see other representations of people I guess I also think that um a lot of advertising companies are aware of this and try and target it like a lot of clothing brands I think one of the adverts I saw the other day was um Sainsbury's and the whole message was just wear what you want and like yeah it's it's really nice to see as well as like gender inclusive and body inclusive and all that sort of stuff so on the one hand it can be positive that like companies are aware of that but I think there are some times where their like companies use that to their advantage rather than trying to put out a positive message so it's kind of like kind of like a scale and depending on where you fit on the scale you know is mm. kind of you know yeah I know I do know what you mean it's something I've been thinking about like a companies companies putting out more positive messages is great you know that's what we want um but sometimes it appears as though companies are putting out positive messages for like just for their own gain like without thought towards it but at the same time it's still putting out positive messages so i'm like i don't know it just feels kind of weird to want to put up positive it feels kind of weird that companies are putting out positive messages with ulterior motives but I don't necessarily see, I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing, you know? What do are, what are people think about that? I think ultimately, if you're trying to profit off that idea, that is, you know, that is going to break down and that's kind of superficial. I think companies need to be building from the inside, working towards, you know, like gender equality. And that needs to be... Um, something they're truly interested in um, because otherwise it's not going to show and their manufacturing processes aren't going to reflect their advertising and that's not you know that's not a quality. I also think that a lot of consumers are more aware of what they're buying from so by putting out a good positive message you're going to be reinforced by more people buying that option rather than another option so you know, if if they've only done it for one advertising strategy, then they'll see the difference in sales, as I especially feel in the younger generations with, like, the climate crisis and all that sort of stuff. Everyone's becoming, even if it's slightly, like, more aware of where their food or clothes or whatever they're consuming comes from. And even if, like you said, Ben, even if 
companies are doing it to start just to make a profit they'll get that positive reinforcement and maybe maybe it'll have like a trickle down effect rather than the other way around yeah yeah it does seem it seems good that the message is getting out there how have you seen lgbtq plus people represented as well because as a i think i think we've mostly here agreed that we have seen a kind of positive trend in a lot of media and i think i think we are seeing a similar thing for lgbtq plus um subjects as well i think there's still there's still issues but i think i think we are seeing that positive trend as well at least with some of the things that i watch i i want to say yes but also no like the representation had like there's more of it but at the same time it almost feels kind of empty like there was that oh i can't remember the name of it but there was that film that came out in christmas so like based on like a lesbian tackle or whatever and there's always there's always that trope that one of them's not out or like there's always something toxic and there's always something negative why can't we just have some happy gay representation you know that's the thing that while representation is improving and we're getting more of it somewhat than we were before it's still like the characters themselves are they just using them as a trope or you know is it actually good representation hmm. yeah i think i was looking at a couple of stats before this and i saw something i i don't know whether this is completely true um so this is more um just me me saying something that i saw and hoping that that it, that it was well referenced um but i saw something that said that like 10 per, in a study of 2015 to 2016 movies like 10 percent of character deaths were um lesbians which seems like a lot compared to <laughs> which seems like a lot compared to how many like lesbians we're getting in media anyway it seems like a lot of them are dying um which i don't think is necessarily a good thing it's like bringing in someone of a minority group just to kill them off isn't isn't great it feels like it feels like you're just bringing in it to like say oh look we have representation oh, now it's gone um which i don't you know i want i want good representation not this <laughs> I mean, that happens quite a bit though, right? With like um, gay characters or, you know, other minority groups just getting that, like they don't get those happy endings for those characters. They get just, you know, death or they don't end up in, in a, the same kind of like happy state as the other main characters. Why do we think that is? Is it, to, is it because companies are like trying to show them as not ending up happy because i don't think that's i don't think that's necessarily what's happening or is it just such a such a stereotype for it to happen that people feel like they have to fall into it i think gay characters provide kind of like a twist in the story or they're just kind of a sideshow um and i don't think that's necessarily to keep a minority happy i think that's to do something different and we can't let that minority be different we have to make that normal and we have to make it a norm to see it um in the main part of a show i think what would be good is to have a piece of media which has which has lgbtq plus like main characters but that isn't the whole point of the media you know yeah. Yeah. um because it while it's interest it i think it i think it's great to see movies about the struggles that these people are going through it's also it's also representation shouldn't just be seeing the people's struggles it should just be seeing them 
be characters, I think. Lots um, of times when we see LGBT characters struggle, it's trying to show, you know, cis or straight people what, you know, life is like as an LGBT person. So a lot of that media is aimed at non-LGBT members. And that's probably why it's like damaging to us or at least sad or toxic or whatever is because the aim is to educate almost but not done in a very well way yeah it's like almost every story with lgbtq plus characters is like oh look they're coming out or oh they're in the closet and and that's their whole that's the point of the story which obviously those stories are important and should be told but why can't we just have you know a normal story and oh by the way that character is gay or oh by the way that character is trans you know i was gonna say i don't know if you guys have heard of uh the she remake the remake on netflix um but oh my god you know the story is a little bit but all of the representation there it feels a lot less hollow and just like oh you know that person's just being them you know which is really oh it was really refreshing to watch it I mean I didn't watch it because it was you know gay um but yeah I think that was the first time I watched something when any member of the LGBT plus community was like not properly represented because I didn't they don't really go into detail a lot of the time but just like oh my god there's a there's a lesbian married couple you know like mm. just just doing their thing rather than making it a spectacle or a plot device mm. yeah it's important to see the normal sides of stories as well just to because that's what helps normalize things just saying it normal and then you know maybe the characters because it, it's a movie it's got to have plot maybe they end up in some crazy scenario but it isn't then it isn't because they're lgbt it's just that's just another thing as well does that make sense yeah so i was i was thinking about good examples of of this that i that i've seen um and as i said a lot of like youtube that i've seen i think has good examples but i i know not many people youtube isn't like mainstream kind of stuff you know and i was also thinking about some kind of negative examples i've seen and i was wondering if anyone had any of their own that they would be interested in sharing a lot of the stories that I've seen personally have they have mainly been just these like coming out arcs and they may have been great representation but like they're still just that story of this is a story about a gay person because they're gay or something like that yeah coming it's out. often turned into like clickbait you know mm -hmm. I think I think while I, th I was thinking about the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine and while it it does have that coming out arc it also does just have a, a gay married couple, and it also I think I think it shows it shows some pretty good, like the show isn't just about that. It's got a lot of they go fight crime and stuff, and I I was thinking Brooklyn Nine Nine was a show that I've seen that I thought did a good job of it, and I know Emily has also seen it. Yes, I would definitely agree on that one. Um that yeah the fact that they have just a gay married couple they're married from the start that's just part of the story and I mean it's a sitcom obviously there are jokes but they're not like derogatory jokes they're they don't make fun of oh they're so gay or it's just they're married they make married jokes because they're married you know yeah. it's, it, 
and and with um and one of the other main characters does come out later in the story um as bi and actually i mean i really appreciated that in the story i thought it was done very well and you know it was just another mm. uh, you know, part of her character it wasn't like her only thing just elaborating on that point i think the um the show also because it it explores the it does explore some issues that uh the the gay couple have but it's not because they're gay it's just seen it's just like marriage issues it's just like these are normal people they have normal problems but it's also they're having they're having they're like they're just normal people which i think is the kind of representation i've got my microphone I think that's the kind of representation that I think is important. I was thinking about the show Queer Eye, um, which I've watched a bit of, and I personally, I enjoyed it quite a lot. Um, it seems, it's it's interesting because while, while I think the show does seem very, I don't want to say stereotypical, but very played up. Maybe, I don't, because I don't, I don't know them. I don't know if they're acting you know more for the cameras um but it does it seems it seems very what you would imagine as the stereotype for gay people it also it does like for people for people who just aren't like accepting whatsoever it does seem like a good show and it does have a lot of positivity about it and it's also not like the main focus of the show seems to be like vamping up people's lives. It's not that they're gay. Because I really like the show Queer Eye. <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone else has seen it. I've, I've seen a bit of it and I, no. I thought it was really fun, you know, and it, it does have that positivity. Although the, the, the gayness of it is very, you know, it is very like played up. Although I don't know how, um, you know, how those people actually act in real life. I, you know, haven't really followed their careers yeah fair is it ever okay for like a cishet actor to ever play um a character that is LGBT that's like is that ever okay or is it always wrong I mean I think that's a hard question because some people do have very strong feelings about it but I also feel like it is acting right if if you're only allowed to play parts that align with your identity is it is it actually like acting you know it, you know it's you're meant to be doing stuff that you don't necessarily always do in real life I think it's been done so many times and like I was watching Mamma Mia and Colin Firth plays um who's the guy he plays well he's gay and I had never heard of you know that discussion about uh straight people playing gay characters until recently and I just yeah I didn't really think it was an issue and now I'm really confused about it. I think there's a difference between playing the stereotypes of gay and yeah. doing your research and understanding the role. I think as long as there's, you know, good intent and there's at least some, like, some research being done or some way of trying to understand it, because obviously if you're not in the community and you don't understand, you know, day-to-day -day life or whatever then you're going to want to understand that for your character but if you just base your acting on like what you've seen in media then I think that can be quite troubling and toxic I think in certain situations. As like Phoebe as you said like if you're just going based on a stereotype and not you know delving into anything else 
of like that person's life it is just hollow which you know isn't really okay like as an active actual job and you're only doing something that's hollow it's not you're not doing it justice in in like my reading before this i heard i was i got mixed views about whether star trek was good for it or not it's kind of complicated because they did good things but also you know it was like a tiny bit but then again they it was the 80s and 90s where you could barely find any rep of of you know um lgbtq people without it being completely yeah yeah there are good and bad parts talking about like shows that are made a while ago um I think I think it, you know we you don't want to you don't want to encourage anything, but it's also it's it's already been made, you know. Yeah, and it's good. It's like a progress tracker. You can compare shows made now to like Friends from the nineties. I almost said eighties then, um, and you can you like it's it's a physical record of what humor was like what people's stereotypes of certain minorities were like and it's kind of you kind of built this sort of timeline when you compare that sort of stuff yeah yeah i mean that's that's the thing i mean when you're watching something like a sitcom especially if it's older like it wasn't made within the last five years it's probably full of really really bad stereotypes and jokes that just poke fun at like huge swathes of people Mm. like sometimes it's uncomfortable to watch it's like really oh okay I feel like I should you know this shouldn't be funny yeah I made almost 30 years ago so yeah I've I was watching some of the 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 US office and I just like some of it is funny like I'll I'll say it's if you like it it's a good show that's fine you can you can like it but it's just sometimes i'm just like you can't you can't say that that's just that's just not it makes me feel kind of uncomfortable to watch things like that you know i'm watching the us office at the moment um and it's that's exactly how it is it's like some parts are funny and then other bits are like oh okay yeah say that yeah, you didn't. You didn't. You could. You could make any other joke. There's so many, so many other things to be funny about. It's just not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like you're turning away a rather large part of your audience as well. Because which you know doesn't even from just like a business standpoint, it doesn't seem like a very good idea to just not have people want to watch your shows. But I mean, those shows were hugely popular. So I mean, I do. I don't actually think it affected their original viewers that much like I, I mean obviously people would have probably taken offense but I don't actually think it made their numbers go down that much otherwise they probably wouldn't have done it media media relies on people actually wanting to watch it so if people are supporting things but as we've said things are getting better so you know Phoebe said earlier people are becoming more aware which hopefully I think I think it will have an effect on media I think especially in a lot of as i as i as i mentioned especially in a lot of less mainstream media a lot of there's a lot of good things happening queer baiting for anyone who doesn't know is basically when a show has a character who's presented to basically be part of the lgbtq plus community but then it turns out they aren't this in a in um a game that i play 
this has come up recently because two two female characters they've had they've they've been shown to have very strong feelings for each other and it's been written that like when they saw each other sparks flew through the air which seems pretty romantic i won't lie to you but then you know the they've just said they aren't they aren't they aren't into each other and i'm like you then why did you write that they were it just seems kind of weird in my research i was looking into other examples and i saw sherlock um the like the one on netflix was people have accused yeah people have accused it of queer baiting between sherlock and his flatmate um but i watched it and i personally didn't really get that from it so i don't know it seems like it's not always the writers making making something and then kind of backing out of it um or like you know giving giving hope to the audience i feel like sometimes it's the audience reading into things that shouldn't be there has anyone else seen examples of queer baiting that they think like are either intentional or not intentional because i want to know if this is something that is if it's an issue or if it's something that people are saying is an issue because i'm not actually sure i don't know because the only experience i've had of it was um and i didn't even realize when i was watching the show was bridgerton Apparently there was queer baiting at the start of that between Eloise and Penelope, I think. Um, but I didn't even notice it when I was watching it. Yeah, I watched that show as well and I wouldn't have said that it was queer bait baiting, but I mean, it is- I had of... other problems with the rest of the show, but- Yeah, the show had that... there were a lot of problems with that show, but <laughs> I wouldn't have said that queer baiting was one of them. I feel like the term queer baiting gets tossed around a lot in the same way that the word cancel, you know, someone being cancelled has been used by the media to like fuel rage or whatever. I feel like they, the media has done the same with the term queer baiting because you're right, it's different. There's a difference between shipping two characters and a show intentionally queer baiting. But the, I think the difference behind it is the intention. If their intention is, oh, let's draw all these viewers in, but we don't, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to give them what they're here for. You know, that's that is really quite a toxic thing for the community. But if it's just people going, people being upset that their two favorite characters aren't, you know, in a relationship, then that's a whole different thing. Yeah, mm. I guess probably a lot of producers try to walk that line between like, oh, let's pretend let's try and draw in you know people that want to see lgbtq rep but also we don't want to alienate the people that are homophobic and they just end up doing something that well it is would be queer baiting and it just is kind of upsetting for everyone involved um and obviously that's awful because that is intentional to try, try and draw in more views without being specifically and explicitly you know queer emily is this to do with dumbledore being gay this has nothing to do with Dumbledore, that's not what I'm talking about. Because I feel like that's kind of, obviously, that was written in after to make the books more representative. So was is that queer baiting book kind of in reverse because it's done the other way around? I mean, it doesn't quite, yeah, it doesn't quite, it is kind of in reverse, I guess. It's, it's definitely bad and it is, it, you know, it's a horrible thing to do. Um, 
I don't think it quite fits the definition of queer baiting because it wasn't yeah. that he was hinted to be gay and then never turned out to be. It was that he wasn't hinted to be gay and then afterwards the author was like, ho, 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 I know how to mess things up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, J.K. Rowling is a whole other... Yeah. <laughs> we can... You could just have an episode complaining about J.K. Rowling. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Snakes on a Plane. Um, there's this guy in it um, who is a male flight attendant. And the whole way through, the running joke of this film is that he's gay. But then um, at the beginning of the film, he tells everyone before they're going on this flight that um, when they land, he's going to see his girlfriend. And everyone, literally every single person on the plane is like, oh no, they're not. And these continuous jokes keep happening throughout and then um like you see different things that are like planted there to make him seem stereotypically more gay and then at the end of the film in literally the last five minutes you see him run over to said girlfriend and it's like well why did that story arc need to happen like why could you either not talk about a girlfriend or a boyfriend it would have mattered because it didn't actually impact the storyline it was just there. which I think oh I think it oh as a psychologist that really gets me because like I think it can have so like such damaging effects like I feel like a lot of this misrepresentation or this queer baiting a, a lot of it because it's all over the media you can point at one thing and call it something and you kind of half be true you know you throw a stone and you kind of hit queer baiting um or some sort of toxic representation it all leads to like internalized homophobia and I think that that's an issue that's hardly ever discussed in media let alone like big media I think it wasn't until like oh, I regret admitting I watch Riverdale but I have this thing that if I start a show I have to finish it um and there was one scene that almost made it okay it was when the typical gay best friend character talked to his dad about his internalized homophobia and I'm like oh my gosh I think that's the first time I've ever heard that mentioned or discussed and it was with a parent and I was like wow that's really important and it was like one minute of screen time if that and then they're like oh move on to the next scene but I think that it's such a big issue in the community and the this are uh, like the way that we are represented in the media plays a big part in it I think that some people who are lucky enough to go through their life and not be like not experience outright homophobia or whatever still have that like I've talked to friends who still have that internalized homophobia feelings because of said characters but have never experienced it in like their real life and they're like oh where is it coming from and you kind of got to remind them well it's kind of all over the media that we as a minority are kind of hated a little bit so no wonder you feel that way yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And especially, I think, if if representations of queer people are turned into almost caricatures in some, in some you know, shows, it, it affects the perceptions of the people that watch the show. So, you know, it, it affects, you know, people's parents' perceptions. And I think that makes it a lot harder to come out because people around you have this perception of, of what it means to be a certain identity when actually that's not really how it is. It's just really poor or mocking representation. Yeah, because a lot of, a lot of time, I think even, even with shows that 
you could say do good good representations i think a lot of a lot of the thing about the lgbt um community is that a lot of people feel different ways about their orientations like saying someone is non-binary you could that's a whole spectrum that there's so many different categories within that it's like um you having that's having one set example of that in a show that if people see it that even if it's a good example of something that it can be people then associating that thing with it having to be that way makes it just more makes it more difficult for people to be themselves because they're when they say they're something they're immediately put into those kind of boxes um which 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 is it seems like a difficult line to walk because how are you meant to have representation if you don't pick like one certain like example of a group and then have that as a thing i think i think for me it's just we've got to have i think just more representation in general is the way to to like combat it because if you if you just have more representation in media it just makes people better off with it um i think also better representation but i don't i don't know what better representation would necessarily be i think talking to people in the community is probably a good place to start though like less hollow that's like the bare minimum is do your research understand you know as a community we're all human beings we're not just your character you've got to figure out not only have you got to figure out like what being lgbtq plus means but what it means for your character rather than just going oh i'll just play queer that's not that's not a thing because everyone like you said ben everyone's experience is unique and different and if you don't play that into your character then you're not representing like the community i think it's really important to get that diversity behind the camera as well like in the writer's room and all of that because there's only so much an actor can do the actors don't write the script and they need to put food on their plate you know they they have to earn money and quite frankly if the only role that they are given is this stereotyped gay role then they they don't actually have the power to go actually this is way too stereotypical if I mean if they turn down the job short someone else will take it it'll still end up on the screen and if people writing the roles are just you know straight cis people they they it's not their fault they can't understand everything it is to be part of the community because it's just not an experience they've had you know so there has to be that that voice behind the camera as well yeah and I think as well not being obsessed with proportion or statistics and making sure that when you put representation in, you do it well. And um, yeah, I just think being obsessed with the number of gay characters isn't going to affect people's views. It's not going to change people's like mental attitude. You know, it's going to have the opposite effect because people believe that, you know, representation is fine. It's okay when it's not being done properly. Yeah. I think that's I think that's great. I think I think we've we've discussed a lot of the stuff that I came in to talk about today. Uh, and I think I think with because those were three really good statements of 
uh, what you would like what you would like seen in the future i think that was i think this would be a good place to wrap up unless anyone else has anything else they would like to say about anything no fair does anyone have before we leave does anyone have anything they would like to plug <laughs> It all. Plug everything. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thank you so much for coming, everyone. It's been wonderful to see you all. Thank you for your contributions. Absolutely yeah. amazing. I hope you enjoyed it. This has been brilliant. <laughs> it's been so cool to be here. And I'd, I don't know if I'm going to be here on the next episode, but if I am, then great. If I'm not, then you'll, you'll get Sam again. A great, a great human being. But no, I feel really privileged to been a part of this conversation because it's a conversation that in my everyday life I don't have because I'm I'm just an ally. I'm just here trying to you know understand and support. But I feel like it's yeah it's just been an amazing conversation and um I really love all of what's been said so far. I like that this whole thing because it's like for people just to understand like yeah. the people behind and in front of all of that that makes such a big impact on the diversity of the representation that we've seen, not just one stereotype that exists for the whole of the queer community, like you need a diversity of that representation for you know people to be seen and to feel comfortable and to you know, do all the things that they want to do in their life. So yeah, it's been absolutely amazing to be a part of this conversation. Lovely. Well, thank you very much, everybody. We'll see thank you next you. episode. Bye. Bye.